Welcome to Nerdy Talk with Dan. Uh, I'm your host, Daniel Thompson, and uh, I'm with Alvin Williams, or AJ. What's up? Yeah, that was a very like. That was just, dry. Yeah, it was trash. Why don't you redo that? Yeah, let's, let's, uh, yeah. I'll say my name over that. <clears throat> I mean, we're going to keep it going. We're keeping this podcast going. Let's but, do it. I mean, I'm not going to redo mine. Hold on, chat. Mine was <laughs> Time out, time out. For y'all who don't know me, I'm Alvin Williams, or AJ. I'm here with Daniel Thompson today. <laughs> you know what? Okay. Yeah, I'm taking over. Yeah, uh, you can find uh, Alvin at uh, <laughs> AJ, AJ Williams at Facebook. And uh, the Great Williams. Yeah, the, the Great, great Williams. underscore Williams. Yeah, at, you can find me at uh, Dan is Awesome one too. What's that? Facebook. <laughs> 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 All right, we're gonna start over. But see, it's not genuine though. Huh? We can't start over. All right, let's keep it going. Then. Let's keep it going. You know why? Because I want to be truthful about what we're doing. You know, like we're not fake. We're not cookie cutter. Just because you mess up doesn't mean that I need to redo it. Because like I didn't mess up. Bruh, you fake as hell, bro. <laughs> look, I went to work. <laughs> look, look, I went to work dressed like this. The first right? thing he does is grab his outfit. This is how I normally dress. All right, don't judge me. Anyways. Let's get, let's get to the real facts here. Let's do it. All right. So, over the weekend, Black Panther crushed it and is still crushing it yes. financially. Yes. Uh, I think it crossed $500 million worldwide today and is on track for a $100 million second weekend, which is like, I think, a 50% drop, which is not bad. Not considering bad. Considering how high it is. And I heard that it uh, it's going to pass Man of Steel's. If I'm not mistaken, it is already past Man of Steel. Um, the Forbes list did put out a article today saying Black Panther closed out its first week of domestic release with around 14 million on Thursday. That gives the MCA auctioneer a seven-day total of 292 million. And Man of Steel, and Man of Steel, and uh, the domestic total of Man of Steel. Oh, sorry, just above. The entire adjusted domestic total of Man of Steel. It gotcha. didn't give it didn't give the gross amount of it. Gotcha. But it did say that the top it. Fair enough. Well that's pretty that's pretty impressive. I mean For it, its first week? Yeah, I mean it's passing so many records and you know, it's well deserved because it was such a great movie. You know, I've heard people say, Oh, it wasn't that good. It was like or it, it it was okay, it didn't meet the hype, but it meant it meant the hype in my eyes. Definitely. You know? As far as sales concerned, what about uh, what do you think about how long it's going to just top the charts in the box office? Oh, it's definitely going to be number one for a while until probably a wrinkle in time, right. and, and maybe a wrinkle in time might not even be that big of an opening. I hate to say it because I like Ava DuVernay, uh, but you know, Black Panther is just where it's at right now. <laughs> but yeah. if you have not seen the Black Panther, go see it. Yeah. Two, go see our second episode. We break it down. Yeah, we literally just did a movie commentary. Like when the movie comes out on DVD, we like you could just play that episode and it'll be like a movie commentary. It was pretty cool. But uh, yeah. Other than that, what else do we have? Oh, okay. Here's a good one. You know it. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> so we have Jurassic World three. Which is going to leave a huge footprint, so says Deadline, in June <laughs> 2021. 
which is, you know, not that far away. It's the same amount of time it took for this second Jurassic World to come out. Right. Uh, and I think, uh, yeah, the movie should do well in terms of uh, if, the, if the sequel, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, is good, which I don't know. It looks all right to me. So fair enough. Do you um, do you think they're gonna bring anything new? Because it's been how many Jurassic movies? Well, this will be, of course, the third one of this series. But with uh, what's the guy's name? Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt from Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think they're gonna bring anything new here? I don't know. See, my thing is, I don't know if you've seen, uh, like, or I've seen Jurassic World one a lot of times. But to me, yeah, but for me, like, they got the Asian guy from the first movie, Dr. Mm-hmm. Wong, I think that was his name. If not, that was really racist, and I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> but he, he uh, was getting criticized by the parks, like, a uh, producer, and he was saying, hey, you know, you can't mix DNA of other animals to make monsters. And he's like, making monsters is what we do. <laughs> okay? I'm basically Frankenstein. And so, he ends up leaving uh, Jurassic World with some hybrid DNA. <laughs> so, I'm thinking that this sequel will take it a step further and they might mix, like, human DNA with a, uh, a dinosaur. And then what would happen if they someone did that? Because it can't be too far behind. Basically, given the Dinosaurs, human instincts. Yeah. Now, more so, are we talking like get out human? No, or no, they just they just splice the DNA like something. They make a completely new creature that's got like the legs of a velociraptor, but arms like a man <laughs> <laughs> in the face of like a velociraptor, like some really fucked up stuff. That's gonna be uh, like nightmare fuel type stuff. Yeah, that's that. That's scary. That's gonna bring something new to the table now yeah, for sure. But. Yeah, because they can't keep doing creature or I mean, uh, like regular dinosaurs attacking yeah. people and stuff like that. Because they've already been to L.A. They've already been to America, and they've already used the uh, electronics with yeah. the dinosaurs as well. Mm-hmm. So you know, and originally there was a draft of Jurassic Park four before Jurassic World where they had a this evil corporation that had dinosaur DNA and mm-hmm. they mixed dinosaur DNA with human DNA and there was like man raptor hybrids and there was a Chris Pratt like character who was in charge of those raptors mm-hmm. raptor human hybrids and they go AWOL so he has to go like it's like a very man versus nature type plot but then there was other things like trapdoor spiders cause you know there's Jurassic insects and stuff too Yeah. so there's like giant spiders that would be cool. They need to add that in there, but mm. I feel like they're warming us up for that because you can't just go from dinosaurs to like other Jurassic animals. Right. But this sequel feels like they're doing that. What do you think? I mean, just by the trailer. Oh, uh, by the trailer alone, it's really hard for me to tell. Not really understanding the full background of it. Yeah, because uh, all they're showing is like. Okay, one, let's just let's just break it down. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the first thing they show in the trailer is, or in most of the trailers, is Chris Pratt on an island running from dinos. Mostly. He's is. like, run! <laughs> run! And, like, that's, like, the whole first trailer. And I was like, well, this is kind of whack. Because I don't want to see... Yeah, I don't... <laughs> I can't do Chris Pratt. But it, but it just, it didn't feel like 
a movie I wanted to see. It felt like I'd seen it before. Right. But then the second trailer they came out with was like this little girl in a bedroom and then this raptor or whatever creature. I'm assuming it's like a hybrid. Yeah, and it's got arms that extend. Right. So it's like a. So to me, I'm like, okay, that's the new hybrid of the movie because the Indominus Rex in Jurassic World had longer arms to grab people with. So mm. it's like a T Rex that could grab people. Right. That's scary. But this is like slightly bigger than a raptor so it's like a tiny indominus rex mm-hmm. and that's even scarier because it's less big and can get through doors and stuff like that it's got arms it's, so i mean is I that mean, not, not enough I, to put in it just sounds like they're about to bring king kong in here somewhere <laughs> i mean it's it's i don't know if, they, if they're merging animal Ligaments with human ligaments. I don't know. Ligaments. It's, it's, it was, I, th- I, I just think. It, ligaments. I mean, I, <laughs> watch it. <laughs> I mean, I just, I just believe it's gonna be hard to really grasp a concept that uh, for everybody to enjoy. Because, like you said, it's, it's, it's sort of horrorish, sort of like mad scientist. Yeah, that's what they need to, to do. It. That's what I'm saying. The, the Jurassic World movies need to get more mad science. And, but but I can I can kind of see where you're going there because uh, on the uh, trailer, the other trailer that you're talking about. I mean, you spoke of one. Mm-hmm. The other trailer, the first thing they said was uh, "Blue is still alive." Oh yeah. And yeah, she yeah. mentioned about freezing blue. Mm-hmm. So that could. I mean. I, I I'm just going record. The blue stuff is so stupid. Like training raptors. I mean, look. I'm not gonna lie. When I first saw the trailer of Jurassic World, and he's riding a motorcycle, and the raptors are like with him. That was dope. That's his baby raptor. Bro. But I'm just like, kill blue mm-hmm. off. Like after blue's this. not going nowhere, dude. Blue, blue's <laughs> his man, bro. Have you seen old school with the Will Ferrell? It's like when they go back you to going college. old school. Yeah, and they go back to college, and they're like in their like forties. Well, there's this thing where, like, this old man dies and Will Ferrell, he's like, you my boy, Blue, like, <laughs> at the funeral. And every time Chris Pratt mentions Blue, that's what you're I'm like, you my boy, Blue. <laughs> so if he dies, I'm going to say that in the theater. You my boy. They will kick you out. Blue, you my boy. <laughs> Will Ferrell voice makes you get it right. Hey, whatevs. <laughs> but, so, you know, I mean, I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, I mean, I just think it's funny because, like, when you, like, I'm looking at the article now and it's like, uh, the writer and director of the first Jurassic World movie, he says, it's important to this franchise that we welcome new creative voices to keep our t- storytelling fresh and alive. Mm-hmm. And they got like the writer for Pacific Rim Uprising. This new Pacific Rim mm-hmm. movie coming out. And like, I look at the trailer for Pacific Rim um, Uprising and I'm just thinking, it doesn't really look that good. But maybe I'm just judging the book by its cover. I haven't seen the movie. And I'm criticizing this writer's work. I'm probably not gonna see Pacific Rim from the get go. You're not, not gonna support your boy, John Boyega? Nah. <laughs> You're like, he can stay in Star Wars. Yeah, he can be where he's at, brother. Mm-hmm. No. Uh, so, are you excited about it? Are you anticipating this drop? I mean, I mean do you, well, when I say excited, are you expecting it to do, do big numbers? Than the first it's gonna do big one? numbers, but I feel like it's gonna be diminishing. Of the first one, like it's not gonna make as much as the first Jurassic. So what you're saying is, after this, we're gonna have to come up with a new series. You're gonna have to bring in the Trapdoor Spiders. Right. <laughs> I promise. Take it then. I brought in or Raptor Human Hybrids. If they don't do it in this one, it's it's coming. They're they're warming us up. Like I feel it. You know, this should be a freakish move like movie. And you know, you got Jeff Goldblum in it, and he's like in the first. 
Jurassic Park movie, he's like, you know, oh, we shouldn't mess with uh, 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 dinosaur DNA. Uh, <laughs> I don't think it's all right. And now, you know, you fast forward to these new Jurassic World movies, they should show that he was right this whole time and that someone has perverted the dinosaur DNA and mixed it with other stuff. And he's like, you know, they should bring in the dude from the first movie back, Ian Malcolm. Mm. Neil, Neil, uh, I can't remember his name, his full name. Sorry, I'm blanking so hard right now. But it'd be cool, even though everybody always complains. How are they gonna find themselves back on the island with dinosaurs chasing them again for like the fourth time? I mean, and, and it, I'm just like, they kind of lost me with that, though. That's what they lost me a little bit. I mean, I understand. I, it's why, why you keep going back there? Just let the dinosaurs be there. <laughs> well, see, okay, this is what I thought. Where I thought Jurassic World or no Jurassic Park three did a good job mm-hmm. because they got the guy from the first one to come back and he was like, I'm not going back to the island. And they were like, we'll pay you like $2 million Mm -hmm. if you do it. Just to fly, hover over the island and like just show us some stuff. And he was like, all right, cool. And then, you know, they they got got his ass and they were like, oh, we're going to land. We're going to land the plane. He's like, wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) He said, hover. Yeah, and then then things went sideways. So maybe they'll do something like that in the future. Because when you see the trailer for Jurassic World, to, you know, Chris Pratt's character's at a bar and she's like, oh, you know, we need to go back to the island. And mm-hmm. he's like, you know, kind of like intrigued, but she's like, blue is alive. And he's like, my boy. But anyways, hopefully it'll be good. We'll see. So for all of you all who want to see the new Jurassic World, Universal has booked June 11th, 2021 as the opening day June for 11th. Jurassic World 3. June 11th, be there, be square. The Dino (laughs) Threequel. Okay, so next Mm, up. mm. Let's see. What do we have to go off of? Oh, oh, okay. Here we go. Sonic the Hedgehog movie. It zips towards the theater November 2019. November 15th to be exact. Okay. Uh, This animated, of course. No, it's going to be a live action slash CG hybrid. Think Transformers. Gotcha. So, what are your first thoughts about that? When I first think of that, honestly, I think of the television show. Mm -hmm. And um, Sonic's going to have to talk, of course. (laughs) I have perfect casting for who should Uh, play Sonic. Who do you think should play Sonic? I just want to hear your first gut instinct, voice-wise. Don't go do this. Uh, but when I tell you who it's who, I think it'll be. You'll be like, oh, this makes sense. But I'll wait. I'll wait. Don't worry. I'll wait. Mm-hmm. Take your time. Mm-hmm. Trying to think who's been good uh, in some good animated. I'll tell you who voiced him in the animated in games, the animated series in games. Jaleel White from uh, <laughs> uh, Family Matters. Oh, Steve, Steve Urkel. Urkel. Yeah, he was the voice of Sonic for a long time, and people are like, didn't even know it. And people were like, man, he should voice him in the movie. But you know who I think is like, they're gonna cast. He has to. Be, he has to have a childish voice, uh, but he also has to be a man because if you're playing Sonic, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna tell you when I. T- I'm like waiting to tell you. Like, I mean, I you, I, they're gonna bring. Um, go ahead. Yeah, I was go like, I was like yeah, come yeah. on, it's hard to think of, but okay. Wait for it. And close my eyes, Sonny. Donald Glover. Am I a genius or what? Yes. Uh, no, it's uh, it. 
if you listen to Sonic, if you listen to Jaleel White's Sonic, because Jaleel White sounds it sounds like a cool black dude. He does. And, when, and who is the coolest black dude voice that we have right now? That is the coolest black dude voice Donald we Glover. have right now, but... Think about it. Is that, no, the first thing I think about is him in Spider-Man Homecoming. Come on, man. Why are you giving him like a baby voice? Because he was whining. Well, he was he whines in everything he's in. <laughs> like, come on, that's just unfair. he does. But you can't be Sonic the Hedgehog and whine. But but so, he, but he's not gonna be whining because they're gonna write his character to be like Sonic, and he'll be like, be like, yeah, you wanna see fast? Amen. I can go fast. <laughs> I, I will have to disagree on that. That one, would man. be dope. You've been better off saying Kevin Hart. No. <laughs> no, I can see, I can see, I can see Kevin Hart playing like uh, some other forest creature. I can see, I can see Donald Glover as Tails. You know, like I'm I said, about to punch you in the I mean, fucking face. Hey, hey, no disrespect to him, but I'm just saying, like that whiny. He's not whining. His characters, he, the characters he plays are whiny. See, watch when Solo comes out and he's playing Lando Calrissian, and a cool black dude. You will understand what I mean. Wait, wait for it. But he will, he will, he will, he'll be perfect. But it's produced by the guy who did Fast and Furious, Neil H. Moritz. Mm, the first one? Yeah, or pretty much all of them, I guess. But uh, yeah, he did, I guess. But you know, I can kind of see a trailer for a Sonic movie. Like, if I had to think about how a Sonic movie would go, it would be like these human get people go to like this island, mm-hmm. and they're trying to save the wildlife, and then there's this like madman. Dr. Egghead, but his name's not gonna be Dr. Egghead. It's gonna be like Dr. Isn't it Robotnik? It's Robotnik, yeah. Uh, I be... always remember him as Egghead. Let me, let me, let me look this up because I might be getting my, my stuff mixed up and that might be kind of embarrassing. Okay, no, 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 I'm good. Yeah, Robotnik, yeah, that was his name. So Robotnik, he's like messing with the wildlife creatures and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And then they're about to get att- attacked by this like machine by Robotnik as these animals are about to get killed. Right. And then this blur comes, this blue blur comes and blows the machine up. And they look and they <laughs> and they turn they turn their heads and it's gonna be like next November a hero goes Sonic <laughs> And he's like oh. and then he's gonna be like did you and it'll be Donald Glover like did you miss me? <laughs> I don't know. That wasn't a great pitch, but whatever. All right. The pieces are there. Here's my pitch. Here's my pitch. Okay. Wait. Wait. Here we go. Let me visualize it. Visualize it. (laughs) Tails is flying in the air. Mm Mm-hmm. He drops Sonic right on top of Mr. Egghead. Doesn't work out. Ding, 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 ding. Here go your coins. Okay. One, first of all, that was a trash... (laughs) That was a trash Hold trailer. on, you finish. Trash trailer description. One, you just introduced me to this fucking <laughs> animal hybrid thing without no context. And I'm just like, oh, okay, this is a Sonic movie, First I guess. Off, look, if you don't know who Tails and Sonic is... But no, like, the, point, the teaser trailer was to say, when you're watching the trailer, you're like, what is this movie? And then at the end, you see Sonic show up. And people be like, oh, they're making a Sonic movie. That's what you want to do. You got to start off high. And, you know, they got to wait for the CGI of that of him to be finished, because you know you don't want to do a Venom thing where it's like you just have a voiceover of Donald Glover being like, "So you stuck on Donald Glover?" It's going to be him. And, I, and no, I'm gonna mark this down. Remember this podcast, guys. You gotta Remember this podcast because he is going to be Sonic. He's about to blow up after. 
All right, so give me a cash rundown. Sign it. Who signed it? Donald Glover. Who's tails? I don't know. I really don't care about anybody else to sign it. Hey, you gotta have enough. I'm just like, I'm just like, save them for sequels and stuff, you know. There's like, no way like, you can have a Sonic movie without. You can have. Didn't we have one Sonic game with? Sonic? Okay, so are we gonna have real live people in it? Yeah. Like I said, with you, you, we're thinking it's gonna be Transformers ish. So like, is he a pet or is he just this no, hedgehog just, just comes out of nowhere? See how I described the plot was. It's no, no way. No, think about it. these environmentalists go to this island because mm-hmm. I know it's on some tropical shit right. in the game, right? And they're like trying to conserve rare animals and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and then they figure out that there's this weird. There's weird stuff going on in this island. Animals are being experimented on, mm-hmm. captured and killed and stuff like that. And then they're about to get attacked by this like machine thing by Robotnik because right. they're trespassing or whatever and he doesn't want the secrets to get out of his experiments on animals. Okay. And then you have this Sonic character show up to save them and they're like, well, where did you come from? Who, like, you're a hedgehog, but he has to look like kind of mutated because we've seen a hedgehog in real life. That shit does not. But then work. again, he has human arms and, and that's, hands, what, that's what I'm saying. He's gonna be, and, and he's going to be connected to Robotnik. They're going to say that he was a past experiment of Robotnik, and uh, you know, so Eggman is trying to like get him, get mm-hmm. him back because he's like, you're the only experiment that worked, you know. <laughs> and he's, you know, and that's going to be like the thing: the cre- creation versus the creator. Probably, I might be wrong. He just might come out of nowhere, some fairy tale world. I don't know. That's like the crappier version of that script. <laughs> but see, if I was writing it, that sounds pretty plausible. He just it does. Sound, it does sound plausible, but the the way we, the way we're going about it right now, My it's way just is good. you just can't. It's very it. <laughs> yeah. I can't visualize it. I mean, I, I understand where you're going with it, and it, it sounds kind of uh, let's see, Jumanji ish. No, 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 no. Foreign world. You, are you saying Jumanji like one or two? Oh, the new two. Man, fuck you. One I'm just saying. I'm just. I'm. I'm, I'm saying like <laughs> Jumanji, that's, Jumanji. That's the world that it is. Jumanji one. I was like, okay, I feel you because that would be kind of tight. You wanna know why? Because the tropical land and stuff has all these weird curves and stuff like that for Sonic to run on. And then the machines are really animals that are. Because I think in the game when you destroy a machine, the animals come out. But it's only one machine, though. No, no, no. In the video games. It's Mr. It's Mr. Egghead. No, no, no. He's the bad guy. Dr. Eggman or whatever his name is, is the bad guy. But you, when you play the video game, mm-hmm. you have to hit those creature things, the right. robots. Mm-hmm. Those robots are just animals inside of them. So you're freeing the animals. So the whole movie is really like Sonic freeing these other animals and stuff like that that are like held in captivity. So... See, how am I supposed to? I know all this stuff about Sonic. I didn't even realize I knew this much about Sonic. And the only reason I'm kind of hyped for a Sonic movie is so in the future they can do Shadow the Hedgehog. Oh. And you can have a spinoff, like a darker movie. But that's, you know, a ways out. So, just Sonic. No Knuckles, no Tails. I feel like you could have Tails in there. Sure, she was an experiment. At mm-hmm. first, he or she, I don't know. Is it she? I think it's a he. Oh. Oh. <laughs> well, well, he. I'm, I, I'm sure there's a, a, some other nerd out there listening that's like, uh, actually, it's a she. Tails <laughs> uh, was in a lab, so she doesn't have a gender. But, uh, you know, I think. Uh, <laughs> Split chromosome, that's yeah, why it has two tails. Yeah, I don't know, but I think uh, maybe in the. Uh, in the sequel, you can show, like, other people, like, Knuckles and stuff like that. I feel like showing too much is kind of like Transformers 1, where they had all those other Autobots, and you really didn't care about them, because they were just, like, 
back background characters. Right. Like, I don't know. Sonic was a guy, by the way. Miles I Power. Knew, yeah, I knew he was. Oh, Tails. Yeah, yeah Tails. Miles Power, more commonly known from his nickname, Tails. Uh, mm. Describe a little bit more about that. Okay, so just so you guys, I'm just saying that was nice. Yeah, just so you guys know, there'll probably be a separate podcast just focusing on Sonic that we might do. More, I think a little bit more closer to time. Maybe once the trailer comes out or something. Or not? Oh, you want to get these characters down pat? I mean, we'll talk about it. Well, because I think I want to do like we're we're already doing movie pitches now, but I feel like my pitch of Sonic was pretty dope. Like, if it was a movie, that's probably the best way they could do a Sonic movie. To introduce you to the land. It, it, you have you need human characters and human characters are like relatable because they're human they look human of course you can't start off with just a movie focused on Sonic like and then for sequels you can kind of add Sonic back in well if you put that voice with it Donald Club in 2019 oh no 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 Sonic Edge well I wasn't going to do my voice I wasn't going to have like a, a human voiceover guy for the trailer but you will see well, that that was mine that was mine then. Okay, I okay. was thinking with Tales from there here we go Nah, I don't like nope. that. I feel like you just you're showing you're, you're like putting too much on me. Like I feel like if we just show human beings first, and then just show they're, they're like, oh, what is this? And then Sonic shows up. You're like, oh, it's a Sonic movie, and then it's cool. But whatever, I'm I'm off this. We're too passionate about the Sonic thing. I mean, look, I'm about to pull the Sega out right now. Sega. I will not go to Dreamcast. I I had a let me tell you something. I had a Dreamcast, and I had this game called Shenmue. I think that's how you say it. And it was two discs. And you could only play the second disc if you had a memory card. Now we were too broke to get a memory card. <laughs> and so I, I, I finished the first disc of Shenmue. And, I, and they were like, alright, load the, load the second disc. And they're like, oops, sorry, you don't have the memory from your first game to play the second part. So I, I, I never knew what happened at the end of that game. So... I just want to say I'm so upset about it. <laughs> like I never got over that. And they're like, oh guys, you're making a Shenmue 3. I'm like, I never played the end of 1 or 2. Like, but whatever. That's, that's neither here nor there. You just got me, got me riled up. Look, let's go, let's go get you a memory card. It's too late. I'm not playing that game. We've come so far. <laughs> but anyways. Facts. I'm sure you saw the Will Smith Instagram post of him celebrating Black Panther's success. Yes, I did. And, uh, uh, I know that a lot of people were like, he looks kind of old right there. Yeah, I, the first prince of never looked at old. Uh, even though I know he has children and gray hair is coming, I've never seen him that age. What well, you know about it? Well, he's feel like getting something. ready to shoot this movie called Gemini Man, which I'm very excited for. And uh, it's directed by Ang Lee, who has done some very weird works. But uh, the movie is basically about this old assassin finds out that he's got a younger cloned version of himself after him. Mm. So it's an age versus experience movie. Mm. So Will Smith is gonna you're gonna see like a like 1997 looking Will Smith versus like a very old old and haggardly Will Smith. How old was Gemini Man up, you know? I don't know, but I know that there's a TV show called Gemini Man, but I don't think it's a TV I don't think it's based off the TV show. Okay. I think it's his own book. But uh Interesting, uh, but but yeah, that will be a cool movie. Just seeing. Does that have anything to do with the uh, Black Panther? Is there a reason why he decided to do his tribute with the? No, oh, no, no. He just, he just, he was just, he just, yeah. 
Oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. He is great because of that movie. Like, they, I think they're in pre-production right now. Okay. And they're getting ready to shoot in like a week. They cast, they, they, they're still casting people. Okay, so that's where it came from. He was on set giving uh, retrospect to the Black yeah, Panther. Yeah, and they were probably doing like testing for like, see how old can we make him look? Because a lot of a lot of his uh, more recent um, videos have been with gray hair, even with the icon. But yeah, he had gray hair. I just feel like it was exaggerated in that one. Like they really grayed up that beard. You know, I feel like he's like a salt and pepper type gray-haired person, not like full-on gray. Looking like an elder of the Wachuchu clan. The Wachuchu clan. <laughs> coming up. We already got Wakanda. The Tutsu clan. We got the t- <laughs> I think that's from uh, Ace Ventura. Look, next, we're going to take him back to uh, Hotel Rwanda. Hotel the Rwanda. The <laughs> you know, that made me think about, like, who could have played Black Panther other if they hadn't cast other actors in Marvel roles that are black? Tower. Tower. I'm just playing. <laughs> Listen, man. Wakanda, Wakanda is gonna be alright, okay? I can't have, I can't have human beings. Uh, I can't have Americans showing up on my soil. Hey, did you see the meme with him? Uh, Black Panther, man. Black Panther, man. Empire. Empire. I don't watch that show. Man, Empire is so great. Because it's so, like, melodramatic. It's like, it knows it's cheesy. And you had Terrence Howard just giving it his all, being like this, like evil dude. <laughs> Got my last like, one. Cookie, I love you, Cookie. <laughs> it's good, whatever. I mean, I think they're ready to go ahead and give it a new look for the younger generation. Bring, yeah. Uh, bring your girl Cardi B in there my, somewhere. My girl. Yeah. She's she's adorable, but mm-hmm. she's she's not my girl. She cute. She ain't adorable. Whatever. Adorable is making good. What is with you and making good? I know you're excited for the the Foxy Brown reboot TV show with her. <laughs> hey Megan, look, I saw you at the airport one time, but I didn't speak. Yeah, you didn't speak. You were <laughs> I'm, still, I'm still not speaking right now. You just didn't want to get curved. I'm actually in my own uh, thing right now, but um, I know you got your thing, but we can work. Come come talk to us. Nah, you but yes, yeah, Foxy Brown is coming out featuring Megan Good. How great is that though? Uh, it's, it's gonna be good. I, I really I really love the platform that the new. I'm sorry. I like the platform that is being set for the newer artists, also being set aside for the older artists to have their own lane. But is it not really? Has she been in the game for quite some time? With the black audience, <laughs> I've seen her in like everything. She has That's not. She has not been uh, in the game a long time. Like two thousand and like four. Do you think that's a long that's time? That's a long ass time. But she was mad young. Making good's not that but old. She was like twenty something. No, she was making good is like making good. Making good started when she was like nineteen. I'm pretty sure making good is like forty. You gotta look that. Do we gotta do this really? <laughs> I mean... Okay, let me see here. Now, I mean, come on. We got to. Making good. All right. Quick jab. Okay, jab. Dollar, dollar bet. I'm not betting no money. No, because you usually... My mama told me never to, to bet money. <laughs> Making good is 37. You know what? Yeah. I was about to say it. I see it right there on Wiki. It says she's 36. All right. 
Oh, is she? Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> mm-hmm. okay. Whatever. But I mean, I think that's. I still prime age, man. She's not. <laughs> she's still prime. She's still. Yeah, I mean, she's not. That's not. She's not playing a. She's not playing a mother yet. Yeah. She still. She still can play the young girl from across. You the might street. be right. You like, might be right. I've just seen her and stuff, and it just seemed. It it seemed like she was older than that, but it's only because when I was watching her, she was like out of my league because she was older. <laughs> so I just assumed I mean, she was old. No, nah, man, Megan's right there. She's, she looks good though. She looks great. Yes. Give me a chance, Megan. Here we go. You got it. Uh, so um, the co-producer, Empire's think. co-producer, Malcolm Spellman, and Hand of God creator, Ben Watkins, will write the TV version. A modern reimagining of the 1974 movie and larger-than-life Foxy Brown character, originally played by Pam Greer, in what is still recognized the ultimate portrayal of strong and powerful black American uh, women. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Whatever, I'm, just kidding. I'm just kidding. Don't beat me up. I don't want to walk dude. home and Whatever, man. <laughs> like, this is, this is time for us to shine, dude. I'm just messing around. I think, but, but I do think it's probably going to get canceled like one season. 13 episodes. Really? I really feel it in my bones. It's going to be on Fox. Does Fox have any other shows that are uh, music related that are kind of hits? They got Lethal Weapon. Uh, but it's a, it's a nice time to try. Nice I think we're going to back her up, though. I think I, I, she's going to go lose two seasons. And then she might hit Netflix. Yeah, you might be right. Like, she's going to go lose two seasons. And because even, even if we don't watch it, I feel like the generation before us will be interested to see how this comes out. Because we don't really know the story of Foxy Brown. I know the story of Foxy Brown. I mean, we weren't, we didn't come up watching Foxy. I mean, Brown. I came up. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you didn't have a memory card for your <laughs> Yeah, you I was here. That's why you yeah. was watching Foxy but Brown. You know what? You know what? You know what? <laughs> you know what? I don't have a good comeback for that. But anyways, I think uh, you know it's the time to bring back like black exploitation stuff because I'm sure you heard of Shaft, the Shaft you know remake. No, I haven't. Or a continuation. It's a sequel. Basically, they're bringing all three shafts into the same movie. So I like, saw a picture, but I didn't look into it. It looked so cheesy. <laughs> yeah, Samuel L. Jackson, the original actor who played Shaft as the grandfather of uh-huh. Samuel L. Jackson's character, and then this new actor, Jesse Usher, who was who was an awful actor, because I saw him in Independence Day Resurgence, and mm-hmm. I was like, never put this guy in anything again. Like, they made him play Will Smith's son. I was like, yeah, just don't don't cast him. Don't don't do it at all. But I don't I don't think it's called. Sha- I mean, it's called Shaft, but or Son of Shaft, something like that, or Shafts. <laughs> Shafts. Let's but, see what we got. Shaft twenty eighteen. Yeah, Shaft twenty eighteen. Look it up. Oh yeah, no, it's just called twenty nineteen actually. Oh, twenty nineteen. So it's just called Shaft, directed by Tim Story, who has supported the black audience, I guess, because he's done you know some pretty. He's done a lot of black movies, like uh, what's it called? Uh, with Kevin Hart and Ice Cube. Uh, um, Ride Along. <laughs> yeah, Ride Along. It took me a while to find it because those movies are kind of like. I mean, you got uh, Fantastic Four. It, yeah, which now like in retrospect was a great Fantastic Four movie. Now that we have a, a crappy Fantastic Four movie to like compare it to, it was actually pretty good. I just want to say that. Uh, they need to come out with another one of those. I think. 
Marvel or Disney is buying Fox, so they're getting the rights back to Fantastic Four. So Ooh. they could do it. They they could in a few years they'll do it. But see, they gotta let the stench of the last one, that serious reboot around. with Michael B. Jordan. It's a Febreze in there. Did you, did you see that movie? Yeah, it's it, been off. Yeah, he was the he was the fire. He was flame. He, yeah, the human torch. Yeah, the human <laughs> he was flame. The get over flame. He was fire, bro. <laughs> yeah, but but he was. I mean, they even made him bad in that movie. Yeah, and so. I'm glad he got some shine in Black Panther to redeem himself because people were saying, dude, he might not be a good actor. Like, I mean, I don't know. I've always seen uh, Michael B. Jordan as a uh, come up actor. A great actor. Yeah. And when I saw him in uh, Chronicle, I was like, he's got that charisma. If he's a yeah. human torch, he can be cocky because, you yeah. know, black people can be really cocky. And, yeah. jo- and Johnny Storm was supposed to be like a cocky dude. Daredevil. And they, and they just made him like depressed and emo. And I'm like, why? But but whatever. But back to the point. Tim Story <laughs> is doing it, and they're getting Kenya Barris to write it, who d- oh. d- does Blackish. He actually did, uh, I'm sorry, Fantastic Four also, Barbershop, Barbershop and Think Like a Man. Barbershop 1 and 2 are great. Barbershop 1 is good. 2 is good, too, I think. I mean, I'm going off of my memory. 2, like two was the one where, wasn't that where he got the, uh, there was a shop across the street from him? Yeah, we were trying to get that back. It was alright, a little cheesy. It wasn't as good as the first one because the first yeah. one was kind of grounded in reality. Definitely, yeah. and then the last one with Nicki Minaj and all them, Lord Jesus, like <laughs> Red Box. Yeah, <laughs> it was instant Red Box, but instant torrent. We're not gonna go there. <laughs> but Tim's story, yeah, man. Uh, I've heard much about this director, but I'm glad he's getting the resurgence and stuff like that. Because after Fantastic Four, people were like. Oh, you need to just do comedies, but now they're like letting him back in to do action stuff. Mm-hmm. And Son, or not Son, I keep wanting to say Son of Shaft, but Shaft, the reboot, could be cool, you know? Like, I don't even think they named the first Shaft. Uh, so we got um, Samuel Jackson is John Shaft 2. <laughs> then John Shaft the second. <laughs> John Shaft the second, two second, same difference. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> no, I just wanted to say John Shaft the second because that sounds fucking long. Oh, Method Man's in it. Playing for the right. Actually, wait. Method Man's a pretty good actor. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I thought Red Man for a second. I was oh, like, no, 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 no. Method no, Man's no. good. I saw, I, saw, I saw him in uh, that HBO show where he played a pimp. He's great in that. Yeah, he even, um, even showed up on some uh, police shows as well. Uh, Richard Roundtree as John Shaft Shaft. 1 yes he is the original Shaft and then you have Jesse T. Usher Jesse T. Usher as John Shaft Jr. actor I've seen actually no I really hate I know like I'm not even gonna lie I really hated him in Independence Day Resurgence I mean I hated Independence Day Resurgence for a lot of reasons but he was like one of the biggest issues I had with that movie I feel like he he uh Oh, that's what it was. Almost Christmas is what I saw, man. I just instantly when I realized who he was, once you said his name, I understand why he's junior, but he's not chef material. Yeah, I was like, why? Where's Michael B. Jordan? Where's Michael B. Jordan when you need him? It's like, hey, look, every every strong black man is will be played by Michael G- B. Jordan at this from this point. I feel on. like he passed on that project. I feel like they like offered it to him, and he was like, nah, I can't do it. <laughs> I mean. Would you think he has the soul for it though? Maybe, I mean, maybe just, not. Just speaking, just speaking on the legacy of Shaft, like, okay, this dude was born in 1992. He just doesn't feel like a Shaft to me. Like if Samuel L. Jackson and Richard Roundtree were to die, he's supposed to be like a kid. But I feel like if he were to die 
in like uh, I don't know if the originals were supposed to die and then he was the last one which is probably gonna happen like I don't want to see any I, I don't feel like I could see solo movies with him just they'd been better off casting Bow Wow for this man Bow Wow <laughs> Jesse Usher, Usher like I mean they're both pretty bad it's like but, Alien vs Predator whoever wins we lose I mean, um, so I think we're gonna um for for the go ahead or for the success of this, we're gonna base it off of the supporting actresses and oh actors. man, I see a lot of actresses that I like uh, in this, or at least one actress. Who's that? Alexandra Ship. Mm. Girl looks scrumptious. Mm. She plays she Storm in the X-Men movies now. X-Men Apocalypse. Yeah. yeah, and I'm just like, you know, I can see her as a love she interest. That was actually interesting to see her as the new Storm, actually. Yeah, I feel like they needed to give her more, but I did like the, that she get, had an a African accent, sort of, so, you know. <laughs> this dude about to move to Wakanda. Yeah, pretty much, you know. But it's kind of funny because, you know, Angela Bassett was supposed to play Storm before Holly Berry. And now, wait, didn't she play Storm at one point though? Nope, but she was almost cast, and fans wanted her to play. Storm. I thought she was Storm before. Nope, and you know what's great about that? Now that we have Black Panther, Black Panther movie, and she's in it, and she's got white hair. Nah. We can understand why T'Challa might feel some type of connection to Storm in a future movie. So that's a good point. Because at first I was like, "Why is she have my hair like that?" Yeah. yeah, and I'm just like, "Hmm, planting seeds, are we, Marvel?" Didn't catch that. So, that was smooth, right there. I like the way you did that. I, I like the way you think. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, we'll see. I mean, everybody else in the movie that's casting it is like I've heard of Regina Hall. She's been in scary movies, so she's come up since yeah. then. So I mean, that's that, that, again. I think this also plays on the whole giving their line of fire for the newer age actors and actresses I feel you versus the, you know the older is Regina Hall? yeah she's not 26 no she's not 26 is in it 1997 IMDb? she was 26 yeah I was about to okay. say is this IMDB oh, I was about to say uh, get out of here <laughs> <laughs> alright so let's move on let's move on from there I feel like we absorbed as much information without getting a headache yeah <laughs> We'll see on Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta go to YouTube, get my old uh, Shaft thing going on. Binge watch it real quick. Yeah. Okay, so here's another one. Mm-mm. Joss Whedon has exited Batgirl the movie. What was Joss Whedon's role? He, he, dir- he? he directed the first... He directed and wrote the first Avengers movies. He also wrote and directed a few episodes of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. He's the creator of that show. Mm-hmm. Angel, Firefly, lots of nerdy shows. And he was Nerd's hero for a while. <laughs> I'm like looking at your face, you're like, I don't know who this dude is. Who the fuck is Buffy? <laughs> all these nerdy shows. But see, bro. I say Avengers, you'd be like, oh, oh yeah, we did. Like, I had a good time with that movie. Yeah, we're that all movie was pretty dope. I watch it every other time it comes on, <laughs> on TNT. When it's on FX or TNT. <laughs> right. But, but, you know, I think, uh, you know, a lot of women were after his head after Avengers 2 because of the storyline he did with Black Widow when she was unable to have children because they took her womb out or something. I don't know. Some weird weird stuff. But, but and she was like, I'm a monster. Mm-hmm. And women that couldn't have children were like, really oh, so, so what are you saying? That women that can't have 
kids are monsters. And he's and he's like, and to me, when I saw the movie, that didn't ping to me. I was just like, uh, you know, she's dating Bruce Banner, who can't have kids because he's got radioactive sperm, mm-hmm. gamma irradiated sperm. <laughs> Everything about them is radioactive. Yeah, and she she can't have kids either. So she's trying to like relate to him and say, hey, I'm a monster too. Like I I've killed people and I can't have babies. Like that's what I took from it. But they got his ass for that. So, uh, you uh, you feel like this the woman's movement that is well, that, kicking him out of it? Or? That and also, like a couple of months ago, his wife was like, I can't just stand by and let all these women and men praise him for writing material for women when he's been cheating on me for years. <laughs> like, she had to make a post on his fan site. And like it was like I mean his 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 uh I don't know his persona has taken a dip after that like he went from being like oh Joss Whedon is the man to just like oh Joss Whedon he just he'll make too many jokes and like <laughs> he'll do something about girl power and it'll be stupid. That's fair enough. Uh, um, so Batgirl movie you can understand. Why so so what you what do you feel about his quote? And I quote: I'm grateful to G off and Toby. And everyone who was so welcome, welcoming when I arrived, and so understanding when I, uh, is there a sexier word for failed? Mm. That is his quote for backing out of. I feel like I feel like one. His whole reason for choosing Batgirl was stupid because they just let him go into an office and say, "Hey, we're doing DC movies. Is there anything that interests you?" And he was like. Batgirl. Mm-hmm. That would be dope because it's like <laughs> a girl version of Batman. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, dude, why do you feel so obsessed with doing stuff on women? Like, let a female writer who has a better understanding of right. of you know what goes on in a woman's mind, especially if she's crime fighting. Yeah, you can't like certain things as a writer. You can't as a male writer. You can't quite put your shoes in. Right. You know, and I love Buffy the Vampire Slayer. It's a great show. You yeah, like I've never, nope, I've never no seen. We'll watch an episode, one episode. It'll be fun. We'll see about it. It'll be fun. But I plead the blood of the name of Jesus. <laughs> like, I don't like no demons. But, you know, uh, yeah, I just think, yeah, they should have given him something else. A bit, or, you know, just turned him down. Because now we're yeah. going to get a better a better director slash writer. Gotcha. And if he couldn't crack a story for Batgirl, that's kind of sad. Because a Batgirl story is pretty easy. Pretty simply enough. Yeah, it's like, there's a girl who's a... The son of a commissioner who works with Batman and she's a fan of Batman and she thinks that she's, you know, capable of fighting crime. So she goes out on her own, makes a Batgirl costume, mm-hmm. fights crime, gets injured. So it'll kind of be like kick-ass, sort of. But Pretty much like she'll, Spider-Man. She'll be like an amateur. Yeah, she'll be like an amateur. She has no powers, no, no money. She just has gadgets that she might have collected from like her dad's like stash of stuff. Now who's her father again? Commissioner Gordon, hmm. who works for who works with Batman. So she's basically stealing Batman's gadgets and taking it as her own. Maybe I don't know. I mean, I, I got I got them. I don't know. It's it could be a Spider-Man Homecoming thing where she tries to fight crime, fires up, and she gets injured, and she's like, you know, I almost had him, and then Batman shows up and he's like, no. How about this one? How about this one? Because how I'm kind of imagining her is like almost like a Robin girl. Mm-hmm. So what if her character was more so like a badass sort of goth girl in high school? 
versus versus an aspiring. Oh, the world's bad. Let me steal these gadgets. I mean, she was just tired I mean, of the I, bullshit. I mean, I mean, that's probably an element. I'm I'm mad that you said it because like I was gonna get there eventually. Oh, my, my bad, bro. But <laughs> but you're right. But I feel like she she should have like some type of like. Because in the comic, she has an attitude, and that's right. why she's and she's adventurous and she's like bold. Mm-hmm. And so I think Bruce Wayne, he's kind of attracted to that. If you want to go that route, but they probably won't because the age difference. But I'm about to say, yeah, are they around the same age? Or? She's like 22, and Bruce Wayne's like 40 mm. or 30, depending on what time you want to have them meet up. But they do get together in certain comics. I feel I feel for women's rights reason first <laughs> off. First off, uh, bad girl, she definitely need to be at least. 28, 37. I know yeah. the perfect girl that they should get for Barbara Megan Gordon. Good. <laughs> Megan Good. Megan Good. Hey, you never She's going to be in black tights. She can't, you can't have somebody that young. It's going to be Emma Stone. Watch. Emma, Rosetta Stone? Emma, Emma Stone. <laughs> Emma Stone, she just has the look of Barbara Gordon, but it might not be. They might not cast her. But she's got like a fun energy about her. Mm-hmm. You know, she's played the tough girl before, sort of. Didn't she play in um, Spider-Man? Oh, she did play a Spider-Man. She Stacy. You know, I was actually thinking about that girl who played in that movie where they was trafficking the, like, the dope in her stomach or something like that. Oh, uh, you mean, uh, Lucy. Lucy, yeah. Was, was, did she play with Lucy? No. No. That no. was, that was Scarlett Johansson. Sorry. What you saying? They look alike? No, they don't look alike. No, I know they don't look alike, <laughs> but Scarlett Johansson can't do a DC film because she's already with Marvel. Yeah, I feel like there's gonna be some turncoats down the line. <laughs> mm. Once once it gets good, but you know DC they they need to get their act together. You know I've heard we've all heard rumblings about them. It's time it's time for them to do something because they're like, killing the game right now. Yeah, they were like Nightwing. That's not happening anytime soon. And I'm like Darkwing. Duck. I'm like <laughs> <laughs> I know you did not just say Darkwing Duck. <laughs> But, you know, Nightwing, I feel like that could have been the best movie they could have made because, one, it wouldn't be a $100 million movie. Right. It would have been a cheap $70 million movie with a character that a lot of underground people like, you know? Yeah. Because he's Robin, but older. And, you know, it could be a movie about, like, him, like, uh, being tired of Batman's bullshit, basically, yeah. where it's like, you know, you're breaking people's arms and stuff like that. You don't have to do that. Mm-hmm. Like, we can do this another way. You're just too dark to do anything. I actually like a Nightwing. I actually prefer a Nightwing over a Robin. Robin. Yeah, yeah, same, same. And he could just leave and go to whatever city he it's, goes to. Blue, Bloodhaven. Yeah. You know, but it's, I think that's that, like, gray area right there with DC and Marvel. Uh, for instance, um, yeah. Spider-Man. Look how many Spider-Mans we've had before we've had a Venom. Mm. You know? We've we've had, what, two Robin movies? Ooh. Two Robin movies? It was two or one. We've had a Batman and Robin movie. Which I thought it was nice. a Robin No, we've never had a solo. But it was based kind of off of Robin. No. Wrong. It started off with Robin? No. When well, he was doing the trapeze oh, and stuff? Oh, Batman Forever. I mean, that was kind of... I mean, it I, was I, a I Robin feel, movie. But right? I, I mean, I kind of feel like that was like that was his turning point to kind of be able to have his own thing. You know what I'm saying? The, the story was based off him. I guess, I guess. You know, I think if you want to go to Nightwing, you definitely start off with Back at the Circus. Yeah. You wouldn't just, ooh, what if uh, Batgirl was part of the circus? No. No. Fans would like, be like, who wrote this shit? <laughs> <laughs> I wiped my ass with this script. <laughs> uh, 
If you heard what I just said, uh, cut that out. Yeah, beat him up. <laughs> if you see him on the streets, tell him that was a trash idea. Don't try. Because this is like a producer's idea. This is what ha- no, this is literally what happens in the DC office at Warner Brothers. Somebody says a cool idea like me, where they're like, oh, let's do like a, a Robin or a, a Nightwing movie where he goes out on his own to, to prove his adopted dad wrong. And they're like, no. What if <laughs> we do a Nightwing movie? But we show him in the circus. I'm like, how the fuck is he gonna be Nightwing then? Like, we're showing his origin story. He started, man. Look, Nightwing and Robin is the same person. Like but I feel like he's older, get, dude. I feel like we get all we get through all that with exposition. Bruce Wayne shows up. And he's like, oh, how are you liking your new apartment? He's like, I'm fine, Bruce. Like, I'm fine, Bruce. I'm doing good. And he's just like, you know, you're gonna have to come back home eventually. And he's like, I'm not coming back. Not coming back, Dad. Google, turn on the lights. Bats don't like lights. <laughs> just in the dark. Just in the dark. Actually, that would be funny if like Dick Grayson comes into his apartment. It's dark, and he's like, Google, turn off, turn on the light. And then it doesn't turn on. And then when he finally does turn on, Bruce Wayne's just sitting on the couch. Hi, Dick. How long have you been there? <laughs> lights been out, bitch. <laughs> yeah, but uh. Yeah, I hope like, I hope DC gets their act together eventually. Yes, sir. Now, as far as releases this weekend, there's Game Night, mm-hmm. which is a comedy with Jason Bateman. I had the luxury of seeing it uh, Tuesday. Uh huh. And uh, I was entertained by it. I was mildly entertained by it. It mm-hmm. wasn't like gut bustingly hilarious, but maybe my sense of humor is just not that great. But I expected to get good reviews. You know, it was a decent movie. Uh, Jason Bateman is just playing an asshole like he usually does and uh, the cast is pretty much some new people sort of you got the guy from New Girl okay uh, I can't remember the actor's name but he plays Winston on New Girl I'm sorry but he's, he's pretty great but uh, and there's that guy that looks like Matt Damon on, on Breaking Bad <laughs> from Breaking Bad but uh, Kyle Schneider no I'm just trying to read off some people. Yeah, I'm like, are you IMDBing this? Yeah, Jesse like, Plemons. Uh, yeah. That's the guy's name who plays who who, who looks like microwave Matt Damon. You want some IMDB in your life? Yeah, he looks like microwave <laughs> Matt Damon. And then there's <laughs> Rachel McAdams. She's cool. Kyle Chandler. Yeah. He almost played Cable in Deadpool too, but rumored apparently. But uh, Ryan Reynolds didn't want him because he was like he's, he'd be trash. I thought that was the. Uh... Anger management guy, but no. he's Game of Thrones. Yeah. Danny Houston. I guess I, I don't remember him on Game of Thrones. I didn't watch Game of Thrones. Yeah, I'm like I didn't. I didn't see Danny Houston on Game of Thrones. I don't know what it's no IMDb anymore, bro. No. Okay. So I'm 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 I'm, 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 I'm IMDb because um, instantly when I saw the trailer for Game Night, I was thinking about that Will Ferrell movie, The House. Why? Nobody saw that movie. Uh, well, I mean, like, I saw it. Like when it 15 came, million, 20 million? Or? I mean, when it came out on TV, I thought. Yeah, oh, you, you downloaded it? No, nah, I saw it on TV because I didn't need to download it because it was on TV very fast. No, nah, it, it was pretty fresh. You like rented it. Bull crap. <laughs> you rented it or got a blue egg. Hey, do what you want to do. But I, 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 <laughs> I mean, just, just based off the trailer, I kind of got a, you know, the house sense of feel. And did you see the house? Yeah, yeah. So, um, you want to spoil it a little bit, or 
Well, I just I haven't I, seen I, it. I, I just see it, say the plot of game. Right? Basically, yeah, basically this, this family or not this family, but this, this married couple. They have a game night with their friends, mm-hmm. and the brother of the married man comes and he's like, "Hey, let me show you show you a, a better time, and we can have a special type of game night." Right. And the game is someone in the group is going to be taken, and you won't know what's real and what's not real. Mm. And then someone breaks in and takes the brother. And they're like, oh, this is a fun game. But the dude is really like, yo, I'm like really kidnapped. <laughs> this isn't a part of the game. You know, and so the the, the movie kind of plays with your mind in terms of like What's what real? was a part of his game and what wasn't. And it takes some dark turns, but it's, it's fun. The audience loved it. And, uh, you know, I won't say go see this over Black Panther if you haven't seen it. But if you're looking for a comedy, okay. check it out. Fair enough. I think that you think that might have been a scheme to get some uh, ratings up so that people can watch it again so they can get some clues. Because it sounds like uh, like a clue game. Like the, old, got, like the old books, like, okay, we're in a house together and something's going on and somebody got to figure out who's the killer. It kind of it kind of is. It kind of feels like that. It's it's definitely got some some weird oddities in it. I mean, you've seen the trailer. Like, when it's like wiping the blood off mm-hmm. the dog and the dog shakes and gets blood all over the place. Mm-hmm. It, just, it it goes in some weird places, but the directors of that are in talks to do the Flash movie, mm. and so if this movie does well, they'll they'll probably get the job. But both of the writers, yeah, we have Jonathan. Oh, sorry, John Francis Daly and Jonathan Goldstein. Yeah, they wrote uh, or they helped write Spider Man Homecoming. Okay, and that was dope. So I can see that. Yeah, uh, the start of the new Flash because. Yeah, from Justice League. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have any words for yeah. I mean, I didn't hate his flash, but his flash definitely took some getting used to. Man, you sound like you almost puked over there for a second. Because he was so, like, nerdy, like, ugh, I'm the flash, huh? Yeah. And a lot of people had just had, and the way he ran was just, like, somebody who, like, took a crap in his pants and was trying to run to the bathroom. But then he, like, waddled. <laughs> he was waddling. That's, no, that's how he ran. He waddled. Oh man! It's like high knees. Uh. Yeah, and I was like, maybe he's shaking the electricity off him. Like maybe the electricity when he's running, it, like mm. will stick to him. So he's like shaking it off. They were trying to do like real world physics to it, and it just didn't look right. Sometimes you just gotta fake stuff for the, put the track for TV. In there, little hand in the pocket. Yeah, when you see the Flash TV show, it looks dope because he's just running like a regular person. Right, that's all I was gonna mention. Yeah. The TV show as well. Sh- then he shows, and he's just you know doing that. But in the movie. It's <laughs> like, but you know, they'll 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 course correct. I think. Uh, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, definitely, the Flash definitely does not need any cost or extra. Well, apparently, Cyborg is gonna be in the movie. So, and I'm just like, do we really care about Cyborg? because I, I I didn't I've never went and saw Justice League, but. Based off the reviews and the trailers I saw, I'm pretty glad I didn't. But oh, you mean my Facebook post where I'm like, "This is trash. This movie sucks." They, if y'all have not followed Daniel on Facebook yet, please go. <laughs> he gives his commentary. He'll save you some money. Yeah, Justice League. I was really trying to save you money, but people weren't listening. They were like, "Yo, it's Justice League. How can it be bad?" And then they would come back and be like, "Yo, it was bad. Like, why didn't you tell me?" And I kind of feel like Chris Tucker, like I or uh, Jackie Chan in Rush Hour. He's like, "I told you." Yeah, like Chris Tucker was like, "Why didn't you tell me this man rolls like this?" And I was like, "I, I did. I did. <laughs> no, you didn't. I did." 
And so, you know, I think that, you know, Aquaman didn't even use water powers in that movie. That's true. Yeah, he was on land all the time. What do you expect the fish to do? I was expecting the dope scene where there's like bad guys and he's like, oh, did you know the human body has like, it's like made out of 80% water. You see what the thing and is? And then he pulls the water out of their bodies. Yeah. Out of here. I would have been like, that would have been, been nice, but I think they were thinking of it on a more physics level. Uh, physics level. Well, in retrospect, you get stronger in water. I know that, but I'm like, he he has water telekinesis, so he could feel water. If he, he could feel more moisture, there's anywhere. moisture all around. Fair yeah, enough. And so if it's in your body, he could pull it out, and then like you dehydrate and like that. He just flood everybody. That would not be a good. He movie. wouldn't flood everybody. He just. You know? I'm saying he could flood everybody. He could dehydrate your ass. It'll just be <laughs> that like, will make him a badass. Hey, wait, time out. I got this one. That will make him a badass. Because in the movie, your ass been drinking Kool Aid. I mean, the badass, and I mean, like the bad guy in the movie would have like been like invulnerable to that. He would have been like, I don't need water. You know, like I'm so a then, god. Then it leads him to his regular. Ch- and then he's fighting the bad guy, and the bad guy punches him like towards some like some. I don't know. There's a, a convenient beach nearby. <laughs> Yeah. This is me if I had to fix Justice We're in the middle of Tennessee. They were in like the middle. Mountain. They were in the middle of like Russia. But even if it was just like a lake or something, I don't know. I don't know. I think it would have given too much power. Like, but Aquaman is the most one of the most powerful Justice League members. I'm like, why didn't y'all like show his? He just threw a trident at people. Like he would just stab people with his trident. Yeah, and they were like, oh, well, he's not really Aquaman yet. So I'm like, so you telling me you're putting a Justice League movie together? And they're not their characters yet. Facts. That's that's a good point. Like, he's already part of the Justice League, so he's not. Like, he's not coming. He's not new to his power. Can you imagine that, like uh, an Avengers movie, like the first Avengers movie, if they weren't like settled? Like Captain America is not Captain America yet. He's just like a dude. Iron Man doesn't really know how to make suits yet. He just has the first clunky <laughs> suit from the uh, first movie that he got to get out of the cave. Like it just wouldn't make sense. You're right. I agree with you on it. <sighs> but uh, Justice League. That, we gonna make a podcast about that. Ten I'm, years. I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna do a full discussion on that movie. We'll do it. I'll go uh, check it out two times so yeah. I can have some uh, backlash to give you. Yeah, Cause I like to debate with you, brother. Yeah, I like it too. But um, so game night officially out. <laughs> we went off the edge. today. Yeah, we went off a little bit. <laughs> it's all good. That's why it's fun. Right now, uh, it's it's at a seven point six out of ten. IMDb. On IMDb. I bet it's got like an eighty something on, on Rotten Tomatoes. tomatoes. I don't trust Ryan Tomatoes like that. I don't listen to them. Yeah, I think they kind of go off their comments. Even when, even when it like supports me, like I'm like, look, Black Panther, highest rated superhero movie ever, beat Dark Knight. Ryan Tomatoes be like sixty percent. Yeah, that's you know that's where we got one of our comments from last time. It was, right. a, it was a uh, commentator that they. Oh yeah, this, yeah. The, the the woman that trashed it. You know what? I, I, I wonder how many people have talked trash. Okay, only eleven people have said bad things about Black Panther, and then three hundred twenty-four people have said great things about it. Seventy-seven percent of the audience liked it. So the other percent, I feel like it's much higher. Like I feel like just the black delegation doesn't respond on Rotten Tomatoes Fact. and rates. So I agree with you on that. Yeah, but like, cause like I was talking to somebody and they were like, Ugh, I don't feel like it was just another superhero movie. It was like this like sixty year old lady, mm-hmm. and I was just like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, it's just another superhero movie. Mm-hmm. Huh? Talk to him real quick. And I was just like, and I was like, <laughs> well, actually, I was like, you really think about it, like it had more like context or more deep things to think about than any other Marvel movie I've seen. Well, here we go. Look, look, we go. 
Go see Black Panther. It's still out. Hey. I'm going. I'm going to go see it again tomorrow. Handshake. Look. <laughs> Let's do it. Like for real. I'm going to see it tomorrow. Might go see it again. I mean, it's just like the match. But uh, so um, so right now we're at what ninety seven percent? You said yeah, ninety seven percent. I mean, you can't go up from ninety seven, but yeah, I mean. Would have stopped us from getting a hundred, just like Get Out. That one guy who stopped us from getting a hundred percent or something like that. Yeah, look, you ain't got no haters. You ain't popping. He's like, this is appropriation. <laughs> Not all white people want to be black. <laughs> Silence. <laughs> even uh, even the backlash about like the LGBT community and stuff like that. Oh yeah, how there's like a deleted scene about that. I'm just like, guys, it was a two hour and something movie, like. They needed to keep it short. <laughs> and the thing about it is, like, knowing Marvel, they'll probably bring some shit like that into it later on. But, like, let, let us have this movie, bro. Let us yeah. have it. I, I, I always wonder about this, like, status quo in movies mm-hmm. and how much representation matters. But then at w- what point does it just become, like, you're pandering to everyone? It's a fine line. Then, I mean... At, at that point in time, like with that fine line, you get washed movies, and then you get yeah. you get people who um, agree with something that they are not acclimated on. For instance, the guy that we were just talking about, uh, John Josh or whatever his name was, Josh Whedon. Josh Whedon. Like, if you don't want to talk about feminists or you're not really agreeing with the things going on, you can't. Put yourself out there. That's why I because feel it like will ruin it will ruin your career. Like and that's if you got thing. certain ideas, I mean, it's sad to say because at the end of the day, there's so many people out here that wants to be filmmakers, and so many people that want to do something with their lives concerning films. So any little thing that they can pick out and pull to get you out of the loop, they're gonna do it. Mm-hmm. So if you, if you if you think you're just going out here and just like I'm gonna put my mind on paper, no, you gotta be creative and you gotta come up with some shit that. Everybody has a little taste of wanting to see. Yeah, and I feel like, you know, like, I try to be thoughtful of other communities and stuff like that. Like, when I hear, like, the LGBT community about, you know, they need representation. And it's it's true because I try to think of anything that has any LGBT characters in it, and they're always, like, the second character. They're never the hero of the story. Right. And they're always, like, sexualized. Like, their sexuality is all that they are in movies and TV. Right. And I feel like that's just, that's like... That's how they characterize. Oh, that gay character. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like it's a misrepresentation of, like, a person. Like, can you imagine if, like, just straight people, we're just always sexualized? I mean, we are sexualized all the time. But yeah. that's never, like, just what we are used right. in movies for. It's just, like... Being a straight person. Yeah, we have a love interest, and that's it. Like, Black Panther, he had a love interest. But it, the whole movie, it, like, wasn't just, like, oh, yeah, he's... That actually, you know what? Uh, I mean, I, this, uh, to stay on this topic, I, I mean, I agree with you. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have you have to touch on little things here and there, like everybody needs money talks. Hear. I mean, at, at the end of the day, I, I just really feel like you know, I mean, if you want to be a great director, a great filmmaker, you have to, you know, just open up just a little bit. You can't be so closed minded about it. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, we'll get there eventually. I think there'll be some director out there who will write a movie where, like, a gay character is, like, the lead in there. I mean, there's a TV show that's about that's supposed to come out soon. Or a movie. No, it actually is a movie about to come out. Uh, I'm not going to tell you. I, I can't tell you what it is, but I, I saw a trailer on TV, like, the other day. Kind of. Yeah. Mm. It was about a guy. It was, like, all, all In or something like that, it's called. All, all In or Nothing. 
<laughs> sounds sounds lame, but go. On. Um, I don't know. It was something about like this uh, high school student or something like that, and mm-hmm. he's hanging out with these friends, and his he asks his girl to go on a date with him or something. And, uh, mm-hmm. From the trailer, uh, he basically just realized he's gay, and um, want to say the you know the girls of course realize it first. But um, he's at a football game and he's talking to some guy. He's like, "It's all in or nothing, basically." Like a gay guy was just like a, another football player was like, "Hey, yeah, somebody so so get in the game." So 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 basically, you know, off the sexual point, it was like basically like you're gonna love me in the open or you're not gonna love me at oh, all. Oh, gotcha. I think I've you know I think I've heard of something. Yeah, like it was something. Like I said, it was a trailer. I was I really wasn't paying any attention. <laughs> Did you search for? <laughs> no, I didn't search. Get out of here, dude. <laughs> I mean, I'm just I'm just saying, but like that's how people are doing. And then in retrospect to it, like I feel like people who don't agree with that is are going to backlash on it. Yeah. Like I, I mean, or they'll be like, it's just another romantic movie. Yeah, I mean, it, <laughs> the, I mean, <laughs> they won't understand the significance of it at all. Like I feel like half the people I've talked to about Black Panther, they they just didn't understand the significance of like why it was such an important movie. Yeah, man. Like I was like, this is the first time like black people have been in a movie and they're like respectable. They're not gangsters. Yeah, they're not drug addicts. They're not drug addicts. They're not going to jail. They don't have any mental anguish yep. that they always have, that we always have in movies yeah. where it's like, you know, like one character had mental anguish and it was Michael B. Jordan's character. Because mm-hmm. if, you know. I mean, he's the villain. So. Yeah, and I was just like, cool. Because that exists. Fair I'm not going to pretend like that doesn't exist. But, but I mean, even with it, it was like wasn't cliche. Yeah, it wasn't like overpowering. Like oh, this motherfucker in Wakanda ain't doing that. Yeah, like, nah, bro. Like, you felt like a real person. Yeah. Like I could run into him on the street and like. I liked it. I liked it. But <laughs> um, walk to a different side of the street. <laughs> hey, I killed mama. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but yeah, I, I like this. I think we should always end with like an insightful thing, like okay, on man. movies. But uh, well, we got anything else? That's it for I mean, we got. The last thing I think we have is Donald Trump talking about the shooting and how video game movies or video games and movies uh, We're going more it. insightful on this one. I mean, what do you think? Do you think that... There's no effect, man. <laughs> I mean, I, I can't tell you how many movies I've seen with violence in it. Like, when I was five, I saw Robocop, and mm-hmm. that movie's, like, so violent, especially when the main character gets shot up, and he's like, oh! And then just like blowing him away with the shotgun. He's like, oh, oh. And like, that was disturbing. But like, I didn't want to, like, it didn't disturb me. I was thought it was funny because he was making weird noises. Like, oh, oh. <laughs> it's awkward death. Like, like, I don't think death in real life is funny, but in movies, it's always been kind of funny to me. Like, listen, bro, like, Grand Theft Auto 1 came out in 1997. Uh, it's, I feel like this is his way of. Trying to, in one way, kill two birds with one stone. And that's the shooting that happened in Florida. Mm-hmm. And also kind of... Kind of... Barely touching on it, but diminish the Black Panther movie. No, you're right. I mean, like, just look at its timing. Like, because you're not... Man, look, Violent Games has been out forever. Rated R... Movies has been out forever. Like violent films has been out since the start of film time. Mm-hmm. Like 
there's no way you could just say, oh, well, all of a sudden these movies and these games are transpiring and making our kids go violent and go haywire and kill yeah. people in school. No, it starts at home. Yeah, we have, I mean, yeah, I just, I mean, I'm going to say this from now until the end of time, like, it starts at home. It starts with your parents. You can't have kids raising kids who yeah. weren't raised. Yeah, and I, and I say this, like, not as a parent, but, like, Oh, I'm not kids either. Yeah. <laughs> you see, I, I, I like, didn't even on purpose set you up. Not like, yeah, get sorry. But like, I just feel like from if I had kids, mm-hmm. I think kids require constant attention. Like you can't leave them out of your sight because that's when, you know, things get in their head. Mm-hmm. You know, like they start thinking about stuff and internalizing it. And if you don't have a dialogue, a good form of dialogue with your children, you know, they'll... Yes. Have demons that you like inner turmoil mm-hmm. that you won't know about until you see on the news and you know that is true. Like I mean, honestly, like I had a situation the day I was in a, in school teaching and a girl, true story, she's in class and I'm like, yo, class, quiet down. She yells, shut up! I'm mm-hmm. like, look, have respect for yourself, have respect for your classmates, and have respect for the adult that's in the classroom at all times because. If you have respect for yourself, you're going to focus on you. You're going to, you're going to say, okay, he's saying shut up, so let me get quiet. Yeah. And I, I, you have to play a leader role in it because when I finally sit down and talk to this girl, I'm like, why are you always shouting? That's, that's, just, my, that's just my thing. That's just the just way I talk. I yeah. And that, that's just the way things come out and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then she ended up breaking down like, oh. I've been in situations of like, you know, police raiding my house and blah, blah, blah. So I'm used to doing blah, blah, blah. I'm just like... You can cut that cycle. Just start focusing on yourself. Do I do what you know is right? Mm-hmm. And and that, like I said, like with film and stuff like that, that's a thin line. But it starts at home to know. Okay, we're di- we're terrific. I always get stuck on this word. <laughs> There's a difference yeah. between games, movies, and in real life. Yeah, like I, I don't. Under- I've never understood when like parents are like, I'm not gonna let my kid watch this like PG-13 movie with like violence and like. Language because I'm like, is your kid in like, uh, you know, regular school? Does they do they go to like regular school? Because they yeah, gonna see this. They're gonna see it and they're gonna hear it because that's like the other half of this equation is like, kids have a dual identity. I feel like you know when they're at home, when they're at home, they're a different person. Oh, damn. when they get to school, oh yeah, it's a whole whole <laughs> other character. Oh yeah. So like, I, I feel like people who live in like an imaginary world where they're just like they think they can, and I guess that's a parent thing where you think you can shield your kids from seeing certain things now nudity i can understand that's mm-hmm. a whole can of worms like i understand yeah. but like you know fi- fictional violence and language that's i don't think that can do anything to a person if we got any mothers out here or parents yeah. out here i mean honestly like we I mean of course we don't have kids and things like that but i, I kind of want to know because like my my mother's way of kind of shielding me wasn't saying no you can't watch these movies no you can't even though I was more the type to go outside and do things but her her thing was belief in Christ you know mm. you're a Christian so you know right from wrong you get a gut instinct when you know what's right and wrong and that's that's what I live on today mm. you know get moral, moral yeah you know so it's like it's not so, not so much as like oh I ain't never done nothing wrong because I'll away from my mother. I've, you know, I've done some things, but it's just have like you killed a man. No, I've never killed nobody. <laughs> I was trying to get you. No, I've never, I've never killed nobody. 
<laughs> it's like AJ was arrested the next day. <laughs> Vlad, Vlad TV. Oh, capturing. <laughs> I did not flee that scene. Okay, it was but, not footsteps. But you know. But in I real know. life, in real life, though, like you know, for instance, like I've seen the man die, like right in front of me. Because you killed him. Correct. That's personal information. <laughs> See, even saying that, you, you messed up. That's, it's, somebody it's, tried to frame you, they'll go back to this podcast and say, oh, that's... It's public information. Whatever. I, the, the point being is... I'm making light of this dead Of, of so my bad. moral upbringing, like, I feel like I've had, like, you know... I know. I know how to act around certain people. Man, I can go anywhere. Hey. I'm good in the hood. Yeah, but anyways, regardless of good in the hood... <laughs> <laughs> I, I say as I was raised in the suburbs for most of my life, I'm not hard at all. I've never seen a dead body, but like I'm belittling. <laughs> but you understand though, like, then you you seen fights before? Yeah, I've seen fights. Yeah, I've seen more than seen, just on TV. Seen people's braids get pulled out of their hair. It was hard. It was harsh. It was rough stuff. Okay, there was blood everywhere. Right, it was weave flying everywhere. There was so many weaves. <laughs> but you know, I think. Uh, I yeah. know that bitch was bald. Like that. <laughs> yeah, I just, I just don't. <laughs> I just don't think. I, I just don't think we should look at movies like that. You know, like it takes the joy out of it, man. Yeah. I, I mean, I. So you as being a somewhat commentator, you know, when you watch a movie, you give your outlook on it. For one. Do you feel it's ever a need to touch on specific subjects such as violence, such as, you know, different communities or things yeah, like that? Yeah, to me, like, as a filmmaker, like, and, I'm, and y'all are hearing this now, like, when my career takes off, I definitely want to make movies that, you know, will show different lifestyles and stuff like that and, like, in its purest form. Right. Like, a lot of people are like, oh, why do you do a movie with, like, like, why are there so many movies with, like, bad language? And I'm like, if you go outside right now, you will hear someone saying curse words and stuff like that. You can't, you can't, like... Mm-hmm. You can't show that from your ears. Yeah, I'm just like, that's real life. Like, that's mm-hmm. raw. People don't talk in this fantasy world where, like, there's no... They, some people do. They don't like curse words. They mm-hmm. don't. But that's not everybody. It's not the world. Mm-hmm. And so I want to definitely see things from different people's perspectives but I want to tell those stories in like cool ways like Black Panther where it's like an adventure movie mm-hmm. action movie but it also is kind of like an espionage thing but underneath all of that it's really talking about what's going on in Oakland mm-hmm. how that's affecting your psyche black men's psyche you know of death seeing death cycles of death and stuff like that mm-hmm. and, you know absence of fathers all that stuff. Now, uh, another part. Do you feel like the foreshadowing or the background of stories could tell a bigger part than the main story? So, yeah, for instance, like, you know, like like you're saying in Black Panther, even though we use this a lot, but you know, <laughs> you know, telling what's going on in Oakland and mm-hmm. even back in Wakanda before we even was presented. Okay, this is what's happening. This is Wakanda. Mm-hmm. You know. So, do you feel like? Well, you've answered it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like hey, I feel like all that stuff, all that stuff gels really well together. Because one, I don't want to like beat people over the head with like a message. If I have mm-hmm. a message to say in a movie, mm-hmm. you know, I don't want it to feel like it's a chore. Mm-hmm. I when I saw Black Panther, it could have been a like in bad hands. That movie could have been like a BET type movie, where like you know, like when Michael B. Jordan is like, 
oh, like when I die, bury me in the ocean. Because mm-hmm. my ancestors knew that freedom was better than bondage. If he had gave that and the way they had set that up was like more 2003, mm-hmm. it would have been such a cheesy thing. And even now that I'm thinking about it, I'm just like, bro, like... You could live, but whatever. I'm not. We're not gonna get into that. I, I, don't, I just don't. I just for one, just that line. I don't believe that's a. I don't think that line could be repeated in any way. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it, it, even even in a way that you're saying like you can put it in the BET. Like I can I can't see a rapper like bury me in the ocean with my ancestors. Or the way he like delivered that. it was just so like realistic yeah. and, funny and stuff. It just it was it, genuine. It all it all came together real well. He like became a. You know, he kind of let go of the kids, the, or I mean, the, the anger, because he knew he was going to die. Mm-hmm. You know, he's like, oh, i never seen Sunset. You know, like, they had a heart to heart. Like, i never seen Sunset before, mm-hmm. or in Wakanda, my dad said it was the most beautiful thing. And, you know, for once, we see, like, a black character have this empathy, who's a hero for this character. I ain't going to lie, when he drove to the Sunset, I was like, that's nigga soft. Like, this <laughs> he just saw it. He wasn't soft. No, but he is. He, he was a little soft. But no, I mean, I think, I, like uh, again, I think that's just opening up for the intro of Black Panther. You can't, you can't have him coming out being this. He had heart, and and that was just, like point of the movie. Like the guy yeah. said, you're a good, you're a, a a good man with a good heart. But it's mm-hmm. hard for a good man with a good heart to be a king. And I was like, it's not. <laughs> By the end of the movie, you realize it's not. Mm-hmm. It's just these heartless. Kings before him were making things difficult for people. Just ruthless. Huh? Yeah, just ruthless out here. Snuffing out their own brothers. But, anyways, we already did a Black Panther discussion, but I feel like we can keep going. Like, we could. Literally, I just got an email about IMAX holding a a, a panel for Black Panther. I think this weekend, where, like. Hold on, Trump. <laughs> I think it's free, too. Like, an RSVP type thing. Hold on, is. Are we having the actual. Crew coming? The cast coming? No, I don't think the cast coming. But I think we're gonna just like delve, do a deep dive into the movie and like what it was, what it was saying. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be on March third, Saturday, March third. Black Panther, Panther discussion. RSVP. Oh yeah, and it's free. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh-huh. featuring Dr. Canson Reynolds of NCSU, NC State University, mm-hmm. Sonny Kelly. Uh, yeah, and they have undergrad. They're like. Really gonna get in depth with this movie and just like talk about you RSVP in for that? Yeah, because you're not gonna be able to watch. You can watch the movie, but you have to pay for it. Pay for the one p.m. You have to pay for the one p. When is it? It's March third. March third. Yeah. Okay. At three thirty, but after the movie's over, it's free. That's fine. Yeah. So well, I mean, but you still have to pay for the movie though. Yeah. You have to see the movie if you wanted to see the movie again, you could show up and have seen the movie already. At 3.30. Oh, yeah, because the yeah. screen probably won't be full. Yeah. So, you know, things to think about. I think that that's that's interesting. Uh, but, yeah, I think we've delved into everything. I mean, this was a fun one. Yeah, I like this one. Uh, until next time, guys. You got any last words? Nah. Uh, I think it was a good discussion. Uh, I'm Alvin Williams. And I'm Daniel Thompson. And you have been listening to... Nerdy talk with Dan. Talk nerdy to me. Whatever. That was good. <laughs>